What is the crack, everyone? It's B2B Sports. We are back. Sam is here. As always. As always. It's been a few weeks. Well, probably a month or so since we last recorded. Ages, yeah. um, life's just got in the way, I suppose. But um, we are back. And it is, to be fair, massive, massive news. It's just kicked off all over the gaff um, from NFL to football uh, to F1. He's is, 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 is gone bonkers recently. All heating up. It's all hitting up, but I suppose we better start with the NFL because it is Super Bowl week. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers and we're going to start off. I want predictions. I want an exact scoreline from you, oh. Samuel. Who's this is, winning? This is, this is, I don't know what to go with. Do I go with my head or do I go with my heart here? That is the question. That is the question. I'm 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 a little bit torn as well. I'm I'm going to give one for each. I think with my head, I think the Chiefs win. Right. I think the Chiefs win 28-17. Okay. All right. Okay. Big score. Then. But with my heart, I think that the 49ers win 34-20. 34-20. Wow, you've got a big differential there. Yeah. Uh, just because I'd. I want I want the 49ers to win. Don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> I know you don't like the Chiefs, mate. I've heard it. Don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go for... I'm going to go for my head. And I think the Chiefs are going to win. In a close game, I think it's going to be 33-30 Chiefs win. I think it's going to be quite a high score. And I think both offences can get it going. Um, and I'm going to make a couple of bold predictions here. I reckon... Yeah. I reckon Travis Kelsey is going to go over to 200 yards Whoa. receiving. I think he's going to have a huge day. Absolutely huge. Taylor Swift is coming over. And uh, I mean, we all know. We don't know. Like. We don't know if she is. Yep. She might not be. She's, she's in like Japan or something. She's got a concert, but I think she'll make it, mate. I think she'll make it. <laughs> Apparently um, somebody has been like plotting it. It's like she can technically make it. It's like. I don't know why you've got too much time in your hands. Yeah, all these Swifties, mate, have gone ballistic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think he's going to have a big day, and we all know that when your girl comes to see you play in a big, in a big performance in a big game, you know you do well. And someone like you Travis, obviously, that is that is going to that is going to be the case. I think Pacheco is going to be massive in this game. I think as well. Um, I think he'll have probably a running touchdown. Um, and Brock Purdy, he, Brock Purdy is going to throw. Two interceptions. There you go. Head it here first. But um Yeah, wow. I think it's, I think it's, it's not a bad shot. I think those are pretty bold. They're pretty Whereas bold. I, th- I, I think that I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna go for two and over two hundred yards. No. I think it's gonna be a bit of a more of a run game. Okay. Yeah. And I think in terms of the run game, who has the better uh, who has the upper hand, and that's the 49ers. That is true. Christian McCaffrey can do everything. So I think he's going to have over 200 yards total receiving and yeah. rushing. I mean, that's, that could be a shout, actually. That could be a shout, to be fair. Um, just because he can do everything. And then if Debo's playing, if Ajax playing, like they, they've got so many weapons. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I feel Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champion. It's, it's, a, it's a story written in the stars, that. That'll be a hell of a story, but I think yeah. I do. I do think this is where the game is going to come down to the quarterbacks, and you've got Patrick Mahomes on one side of the ball, 
who's been there, done it, got a t-shirt, on pace to be the next GOAT, as we might jump into a little bit later. Um, and you've got Mr. Irrelevant. And Brock Purdy, to be fair to him, he's done amazing. He actually has done mm-hmm. amazing. I hold my hands up. But the, the, the light's going to be big and bright, and I think he's going to throw up a couple of goose eggs, mate. I just do. I, I mean... <laughs> First, first uh, throw of the what was it the Patriots Rams of Super Bowl. Tom Brady throws an interception, wins the game. True, true. That. If Tom Brady can do it, Brock Purdy can do it. I mean, they could follow similar career paths, mate. Being exactly such a, such a low pick in the draft, and then coming up and he's gone to the championship game two seasons in a row. <laughs> in his first two years, gone to the Super Bowl in the second. I mean. What more could you want? And he, I mean, he he gets he gets so much hate for just being good. True, it's true. He does get a lot of, you know, he gets the whole you're a system QB. You know, mm. you're only you're only performing well because you've got the talent around you. Um, we'll see what happens in the in the big game. Um, he's been there and proved that he's more than just a system QB this year. But we'll see how we we'll see what happens. I suppose we'll see we'll see, how, we'll see yeah. how it does. Exactly, um, but yeah, it, it should be a good one. It should be a close game, a good competitive game, and yeah, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Are you going to go? You, let's make a definitive prediction. And Sam, are you going your head or your heart? Who's winning? The I'm, going, I'm going 49ers. 49ers. The more I think about it, the more I think 49ers got this. <laughs> I think, I think, I think since since the last matchup between these two in the Super Bowl, like they just they've just they've got the edge for me. They've got. Their defense is stacked um, with um, Bosa and and what's his name Chase Young. Chase Young, both insane. Um, I think since Chase Young's arrived, they won like pretty much most of their games. They won like a three-game losing streak, and then once Chase Young arrived, they they started winning again. Mm-hmm. And their offense is insane. They don't they don't have many faults. Um, so. I feel like at this moment, is this if you're going to beat the Chiefs, um, and you're not Tom Brady, this is the time to do it. I've got to say as well, I've just got to put it out there that the, the Vikings beat the 49ers this season. By the way, I'm just saying it. They beat they beat them. So the Jets beat the Chiefs. Ollie. this is not. I don't know what you want from this. <laughs> Denver beat the Chiefs. Just let me have my moment, man. Just. Let me... <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll give it to you for that. Thank you, Chiz. Um, you know the the classic uh, Super Bowl prediction. What color is the Gatorade going to be that they throw over the 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 winning coach? I think it's it's got to be red, right? Come on, it's got to be red. Both teams are playing in yellow. Red. Yeah, do you think yellow or like orangey? I don't know. Okay, I think it's going to be full on red. It's too close, two on the or two on the nose. Okay, all right. You're going yellow slash orange. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. If red is out of the question because it's too safe, I'll go. I'll go blue. Blue, blue gay road. Blue gay road. Go for it. Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, the season's pretty much over. Um, who's been your been your flop this year? What team is is massively underperformed? Massively underperformed. I mean, that's difficult. I don't think. I don't think the the Patriots have underperformed. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they've just been disappointing. Right. Okay. Um, 
Ah, that's, that's tough. I think the Panthers have underperformed. Yeah, I mean, like with with a, with a with a, a high QB pick and getting Adam Thielen, and they've they've lost a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears, I think they're a classic. Yeah, yeah. not had a great season um, when they possibly should have done. Um, I want to be harsh and say the Jets because they have they have underperformed, but that is probably down to one key factor, and that's that's Aaron Rodgers. You know, <laughs> so. yeah. Exactly. Um, I think, to be honest, disappointing. I think the Dolphins got. I've got. I've got to be a bit disappointed with yeah. how the seasons turned out. Um, like they were insanely good for the first like, three quarters of the season, and then just kind of petered out, um, which was very disappointing. Um, I mean, they were never. They were never going to be. In hindsight, they were never ever going to be Kansas City Chiefs in the coldest. NFL game ever when they play in no. in tropical Florida. Florida. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's never gonna happen, was it? <laughs> no, no, exactly. But um but they should they shouldn't have been in that position. They should have had home home field advantage. Mm-hmm. They should have been should have won the uh, the division at yep. the end of the day. Um so yeah, I think I think overall I think I'm gonna have to give it it's tough. Uh, to the to the Bears, the Bears. They have they, they have a good enough team to have done better. Mm-hmm. There's so much uncertainty around Justin Fields. Whether they're going to stick with him, whether they're going to trade for a new quarterback um, in the draft. But um, the, the Bears is a good shout. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with the Jets. Still, it's unlucky, but people were talking about potentially them winning winning a ring this year, and uh, they didn't even come yeah. close to to making the playoffs. So. Um, surprise of the season anyone that's any team in particular that's really gone wow like they've they've, uh, they've shocked me yeah. Ooh, um, I think to be fair the, the Broncos have surprised me this season and I think they surprised a lot of people they obviously went like one and four and then won like seven on the bounce yeah true um, which I didn't see coming I didn't see them being particularly um, formidable um, but I think they were a bit of a surprise. I don't think I think everyone, a lot of choice would be like Detroit. Yeah, I think they've they've been on that trajectory. Um, so it's not so much a surprise. I think it's just it's just nice to see that what they've been doing. But um, yeah, I think I think Denver that was a surprise. Said I, I didn't think Russell Wilson would, would would ever work there after me, last season. True. For, I think for me, it's got to be the Texans. I mean, yeah. you saw CJ Stroud playing the way he did and, you know, winning the playoff game, you know. And mm. I mean, fair play to the Texans. I mean, the the large majority of the, you know, in the past few years, they've been terrible. They've been awful. Um, yeah. And now they look like they're turning around. So um, fair play Texans. And also the Browns had a good honourable mention. I mean, their first half of the season was was going nowhere. And then suddenly yeah. they got Flacco and went on a, went on a huge run. Yeah. So. And um, so the same with Buccaneers as well. They, I mean, yep. Baker Mayfield, is, Mayfield yep. That's right. is, is, a, is a new man. That's right. He should be getting a big contract soon. Um, there's been a few coaching changes since we last spoke. Um, Jim Harbaugh has gone to the Chargers. Um, big move, big get for them. Uh, do you think? Do you think he's going to be uh, successful there? I think so. I think he's he's been he's he's got one of the highest. Um, Win percentages in NFL history mm-hmm. um, with the 49ers. Um, 
Yeah, I think he'll be great. I think he's a great coach. I think both the Harbour brothers are insane at what they do. Um, I think he's got great players on that team to get good results. So I think the Chargers could be really quite good. Maybe not next season, but definitely the season afterwards. Um, and I think they'll have a lot of players who will really be wanting to play for that coach. Apparently, um, he, he he sent texts out to players to like say hi and stuff. And if you didn't get a text, you're basically out next year. Nice. Um, so a bit bit brutal, but I mean, I don't know. It seems like he builds quite quite good cultures in the, in the teams. I mean, I rate I rate um, Justin Herbert. Um, like, I think he's mm. a top QB. Um, he just needs that team around him, and if yeah, Jim's probably the guy to do that. Um, Belichick hasn't landed with a team yet. Unusual, man. No, and everyone, everyone's. I, I don't really know what to make of that. Really, um, I think he obviously had interviews at Atlanta. I don't know how Bill can fail an interview at this point. <laughs> I don't particularly understand what teams want. And you think a team would would just jump and be like, "Yeah, let's give it a go." You might as well take the one of the most successful coaches of all time just to see if it works out. If it doesn't work out, it, you can be like, "Okay, it was mostly Tom Brady then." But at the end of the day. You're not losing anything by like the fans will want it. Mm-hmm. The team will probably want it. They want to play under Bill. Um, so I find it very weird that he hasn't kind of landed a role. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I think the Patriots have said that they wouldn't be against him being like defensive coordinator at the Patriots no. still. Um, which I think would be a great idea. I mean, can you imagine? But would he take that? Like, would he obviously no. if he still thinks he's got the juice left in him, he's not going to. Take a step down is his own, you know, where he wants so much. So I don't know. It might be more. It might be amicable for him to stay where he is. I mean, obviously, he's a patriot through and through. In terms, of, in terms of leaving, he might not want to. I don't know. Um, but I think, I think, I think what everyone wants is him and um, uh, Nick Saban to have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It could be, be epic. Well, that'd be unfiltered, wouldn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, th- I do think that we're, you know, teams are really st- caught in the middle between the old guard and the new guards. You've got like old coaches, like, you know, tough, tough coaches like Bill Belichick and, you know, Mike Zimmer was one of them for the Vikings. But now we're seeing this new guard of coaches come through, like um, the Patriots' new coach, is it Mayo? And, yeah, uh, And the Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell, like you're seeing this new up-and-coming coaches coming through the league that are in their 30s, early 40s, that with this approach that every guy on the team matters and, you know, everyone's mm. in, in for each other. And Whereas you've got them all like, just like, come on, like, that's it, get yeah. up, just stop crying. Well, <laughs> so, saying that, Mike, Mike Vrabel hasn't landed a job. Exactly, true. Which is insane. It's a good point. Which I, I don't understand how he's not got a single job. I'm that, very surprised. I was really surprised that he didn't get the pass job, but obviously, yeah. obviously the the Patriots have probably been you know working with with Mayer for a, for a while um, to yeah. work out a deal, and Vable was probably never in the question at all. But mm. as a fan, I was like, wow, like I thought that was an instant get straight. Oh, yeah, um, um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm just surprised he's not landed a, a job for for a team that's want for teams that are wanting to rebuild um, a bit. Like, why wouldn't you go with him? He, he kind of rebuilt the 
uh, Titans mm-hmm. into playoff contenders, and it's so you think you'd want him, but again, very strange. I'm also surprised that Brian Flores didn't go as well for the Vikings. Yeah. Um, Vikings defensive coordinator, you know, he's former head coach of the Dolphins, and um, you know, he produced a, a good defense in the end for the Vikings, but I was surprised. He didn't have a, a head coaching job to go to, but you know, mm. I'll keep him for another season. So he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah your defense is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. Um, I mean, Brian Flores used to, used to be a Patriots coach, so I'm, I'm like, I know. I'm surprised like, he didn't go there. For some reason, the only for some reason, the only place these people can coach is at the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> it's surprising. McDaniels is coming back <laughs> one day. He'll always be back. I'm not sure. He'll always be like be an offensive coordinator and then go be a head coach somewhere. Come back, be an offensive coordinator, go yeah. be a head coach. It's just he's just on this, this loop, which is fun by me. Um, the NFL draft uh, is right around the corner. That's in around March, April time. Um, the Vikings are potentially looking a bit interested at trading for a. Uh, a top quarterback in, in the draft. Um, yeah. Whether they'll trade up or not is is another question. But I mean, do they? How many? What picks do they sacrifice? And if if they're talking number one pick, like you're talking players as well, really, aren't you? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And like you, you don't have many players that you, that you could give up one player for a number one pick. Like no. Justin Jefferson, I think you can give him up for a number one pick and probably some picks in the future. Um, but he's the only only one I can see getting traded for any high pick um, or any teams. They're, they're going to be like, it's just, it's just Jefferson on the table because he's your main bargaining chip. Um, I think to go number if to get number one in the draft, that he would have to be in the in the, in the question. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't think you can trade away Justin Jefferson. Um, no, you can't because, on one hand, you're potentially getting a, a franchise, you know, quarterback for for many years. But on the other hand, you're losing your the best wide receiver in the National Football League right now. Um, traded away Moss. I'm just gonna put out there. Exactly. Don't don't you know? I was too. <laughs> I, I didn't even you know follow NFL at that point, but. <laughs> To go through that <laughs> right now would probably kill me, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the Vikings are worried about whether Kirk Cousins is going to resign, whether if he does resign, whether he's still going to be able to perform at a high level with that Achilles injury. And we've signed, over the past several years, we've signed like a mid-round quarterback to sit under Kirk. and And we've seen... What the backup quarterbacks did for Minnesota this year, they you know they they just didn't have didn't didn't cut it really. So, he's I think he's either go big or go home really for the Vikings this year. Um, see if you stick yeah. with Kirk or you you go big. That's it. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Definitely. Um, but also announced this week the twenty twenty six. Uh, World Cup is going to be hosted at the the Jet Stadium, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, the finals at the at the was it MetLife Stadium? Was it? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it can be a bit of mental. That's, I think the um, World Cup in America is going to be pretty good. Obviously, it's a 
is a bigger World Cup as well. There's like 65 group games. Mate, it's going to be like, yeah, I don't know how the specifics of it, but they're going to be playing like a third of a Premier League season in the space yeah. of like a week or something. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Can't wait. 2026. Mate, you're not going to be, be right there's so many games going on. You're not going to be able to keep up with, with what's happening. <laughs> it's fine. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll find a way. That's Always like one of those where you're going to have to book like a solid two weeks off work, like to keep <laughs> up with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a good World Cup, I think. It, it, should, be, it should be good. Um, and to end NFL, um, do you think Mahomes is on pace to, to be the new GOAT? Um, I saw like a mad stat. I've got to try and find it, but he's like got 14, like he's got one more playoff win than Brady or something like that at this point. In, in his career yes but what, what I don't understand how Holmes can be in the chat after six seasons and two Super Bowl wins I understand he wins lots of games but Tom Brady has like three Hall of Fame careers pretty much it's in true. this 22 long years he I think yeah Mahomes isn't near the top in I think touchdowns in, in, in the in the playoffs I think he's like third or fourth but Tom Brady has like almost double the second place. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I, I find it. And to be fair, the fact that he's being compared to Brady, but he's not getting compared to uh, um, Joe Montana. No, that's right. Who has also done more, won four Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, it, it seems silly to me that he's already in those conversations. I think by the end of his career, yeah, maybe he'll be at that stage, but it's way too early. Way too early. I think it's just, I think, yeah, he's dominating at this point in time in his career and he is probably the best quarterback in the league um, and has been for years. But I think saying he's the GOAT already mm-hmm. or he's, yeah, I think that's a bit, a bit, a bit too early to, to say that. I think Tom Brady, it took him, he had to win five Super Bowls to even be in the conversation with, with Montana. Mm-hmm. The fact that he won seven out of ten is like he had to do so much more to be in that conversation. Sure, yeah. Um, so I think it's it's disrespectful to the actual goat. <laughs> I mean, I'll put it on. I'll put this uh, this stat on screen now. But it's um, through the first six seasons of both of their careers, um, Mahomes is a playoff record of fourteen three. Tom Brady had a playoff record of twelve and two. Um, AFC titles, Mahomes has four. AFC titles, Brady had three. And Super Bowls, (laughs) Super Bowls, Mahomes had two and Brady had three. Um, So I can see why people are making the comparison, but I also agree with you. Hold your horses, lads. uh, And just, um, you know, just wait to see how it plays out, I suppose. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah, give give it a bit of time before you start. um, Start chomping it. Let's move on to football because, um, well, I don't really know why I want to chat about football because Chelsea are. Chelsea are in a state, mate. An absolute awful state. state. Um, I mean, where do we go from here? We just got batted 4-2 by Wolves. We're sitting 11th in the table, 10th in the table um, on 31 points. Um, Yep, cheers, Sam. Um, (laughs) If you want to be specific... <laughs> so I know these things. Um, in your humble opinion, 
what would you do with the Poch situation? Are you sticking with him or are you sacking him? Because there's been a lot of talk on, me, on social media this week. It's, I mean, it's clearly not working. It's worse off than you were with Graham Potter. By and one we, point. We, by one point, it's not much. And but you thought you couldn't get much worse and you've, you've just stayed the same, which, to be honest, makes it seem like it's not so much the manager. Mm. I think I think the players are very responsible for this um, at the moment. There's just no consistency. Um, but it's just... I don't know how you rectify it without changing the ethos within the club and how you change that is sometimes with changing manager. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I can see if they do sack him, I can understand um, because you just need, you need to shake things up. It's, it's so tricky because um, I was on the, well, I, I still am, I suppose, on the potch to remain, to stay. Um, but if this continues, you can't, you can't have this continue. Right. It, and at what point mm. do you stay? Right. Let's cut our losses. Let's accept the financial fair play hit. That's probably going to come our way, knowing that we're going to have to pay off potch as well on top of everything else. And do we just get a, do we try and lure a Mourinho in to just try and kick, kick some of these players into gear? I have no idea. Um, like you've said, there's been no progress really, and does that hint on the manager or does it hint on the players? In my opinion, it hints on ownership because, I mean, what was to be expected? You've got rid of, of all the experienced players you had in this in the side, bar Thiago Silva, and brought in a whole new starting eleven of under twenty three year olds. There's no cohesion. There's no gel. That's why you see these inconsistencies. You see flashes of brilliance from Enzo or, mm. you know, Mudrick has one good game or Jackson scores three goals, the scrappiest three goals you'll ever see. But well, the, the, the worst hat-trick known to man. And then they'll all have stinkers the next game. And there is no, you know, Potch isn't helping himself because he doesn't seem to like he has a clear plan and he doesn't seem to be instilling some commanding instructions. But I think when you look at back in hindsight, spending a hundred mil on Caicedo and Enzo and, and that was good at the time. But when you look back at it, they're not a team. They're just a bunch of yeah. young players just chucked together and you're expecting them to compete and be in top four. It's not gonna happen. So yeah. I think that I think the, the the ownership strategy has been completely and utterly diabolical. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um I think yeah, it does all stem from management and it's, it, there has been no it's not like football manager you can't just exactly, stick yeah. a bunch of young guys together who have great potential and uh, they'll, they'll start winning games exactly. it's not particularly yeah. how it works um, I think time and time again the Premier League has shown you need that experience of Premier League experience I mean that's why James Milner is still playing um, yeah. Like it, it's, it's necessary you don't get many teams that I mean yeah Brighton's got a young team but they have some experienced players in there um, and they kind of they they can get they can get away with it more than a, than a team like Chelsea can. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they they are like a develop development teams in the end. Like they are the smaller right. teams. They use their development squads more. Whereas Chelsea obviously can spend hundred mil here and there. Um, it just seems like they've got it wrong, and it's it's 
it's weird to it's weird to watch. Like you're in you're in the final of the League Cup. How does that work? I've no idea. I mean, after the performance we put in against Liverpool the other day, I my you know we're in a we're in a final in in a dreadful year. But my excitement for that final is not very high. To no. <laughs> um, considering we're, we're playing a Liverpool, um, which are going for the title. Um, albeit from a, a loss at the weekend, but you know, Klopp's final year, they're gonna have extreme momentum and potentially Salah back. I don't know how long Salah's out for. Um, but yeah, it's um it's not looking good, mate. It's not looking good. But I mean at the end of the day, if you win if you win the League Cup, is that a successful season? Because that's better than last year. That's right. That's right. Um, so it's 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 very difficult. And like <clears throat> Obviously, you lost one 0 to Middlesbrough in the semi final in the first leg. Like, obviously, you had to turn it around, but that's that inconsistency. Yeah, that's right. You can you can afford to have that in a two legged game, but in, in a one legged final, it's, it's tricky, uh, isn't it? Because you know we've said about the inexperience in the squad, and I do think that with time, those players will slowly adapt and they will flourish. Whether that's under the right man like Poch, I don't know. But yeah, you know, everyone has these projects. Oh, you'll be given six years. You know, it doesn't happen, does it? Like football is yeah. still so. You have to get it's a results business. If you don't get the results, you're going to be gone. There's going to be no yeah. stability. There's going to be no long term projects. You you have to get the results to achieve the long term project almost. So. I don't know. It's it's a it's a mad one, but um, yeah. If it continues like this, I think we've got Villa tomorrow in the FA Cup replay. Yeah, and if that's another bat battering, then uh, then the writing could be on the wall. Um, I don't know. I don't know what ownership direction ownership's going to go, but um, fans aren't going to stand for it much longer. So no, no, it's not looking great. Um, the title race is is wide open. Uh, at the minute, Man City won three one against Brentford at the weekend. Foden's got a hat trick, mate. Um, yeah, he's looking, he's looking top top form. Um, KDB, back. Yeah. Um, do you see anything but a City title this year, or do you think that Arsenal, and Liverpool, and potentially Tottenham, or even Villa can uh, can challenge? I, I, it's, I still think City are too strong with with De Bruyne back. I mean, he's shown. He's played what two games, two assists, two yeah. game-changing assists. Like he's, it's he's a game winner. And when you have him, got people like Phil Foden, Alvarez, and Haaland's now back. Like you just think they're going to be unstoppable. And yeah, they make they might concede a bit more now. They're a bit more fragile at the back, um, but that doesn't seem to be too much of a problem. And what they they've got a game in hand, and they're three points off the top. Mm-hmm. Two point two points off the top. I think they'll go top if they win the game in hand. Yeah, I think they go top so, like one. Yeah, if they win that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I can only see really a city, a city win from here. I think Liverpool. They had a good run, but I think I feel like like their game against Arsenal, they were they were shocking. Liverpool got got nothing going. Allison and Van Dijk a couple of times, just a complete mix up. I was really surprised yeah. actually. I I was genuinely convinced Liverpool would would get a win there. Um, yeah. It's made me think twice, I suppose, whether they're actually ready uh, mm. to win. But what did you what did you make of the um? Sorry, mate. What did you make of the uh, the photographer celebration incident? And Jamie Carragher was like, um, 
was Odegaard, weren't it? Jamie Carragher was kicking off saying that um, Odegaard shouldn't be celebrating and taking photos of the team photographer on the pitch because it's just a, it's just one win and they think like they've won the league already. Like, do you think? <laughs> no, I think I think I think I sort of think did Odegaard tweet or somebody tweeted for saying like we celebrate all wins like. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, it's in the business to be winning. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big win against a, a title rival. Why shouldn't you celebrate? That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't really mind. I feel like the, the way he celebrated, he seemed to kind of like push the guy away to grab his. I feel like he could have done it better, but in terms of that way, but I don't think there's anything wrong with them celebrating. Like if if Liverpool had won, they would have celebrated the same way at home. So exactly. I think I think I think Carragher was just being a little bit salty, mate. It's just yeah. be in a big game. Um, in my 100%. opinion, um, 100%. Um, most goals in the Prem in a weekend this this weekend, 45. That's pretty impressive. Uh, that's high. That's high. Newcastle it kind of came around awkward. Like, I didn't, didn't really realize that was many, that many games that were that. No, it's just crazy. Goals. Um, AFCON and Asia Cup is still going on. Um, to be honest, I have to hold my hands up. I haven't been following either, really. I've just been seeing bits here and there on, on Twitter and that. But, um, the AFCON is... Anything, anything going on? The AFCON is still the greatest <laughs> competition in all of football. You love it, mate. You yeah. vouch for it so much. <laughs> Honestly, Ivory Coast, only like it's the only place where you can sack your coach despite getting through to the group, to, getting out of the group stages and then get to the final or semi-finals. It's like, what what's going on? And like, they've they they they've scored like ninety eighth minute winners. Um, I think they've only been they've only won one game in ninety minutes in the whole tournament, and they're in the final, the semi finals. Who's it's their just, coach now? Then who's have they just got? I don't, don't even know. Backroom staff or player manager or something. I can't remember who's taking charge, but it's working. Like fair play to <laughs> them. Um, South Africa, bloody hell, they were there in the semi finals as well. They um. I think they, they went to penalty shootout and their keeper saved four penalties. Wow, Jesus! They, they, it ended two one on penalties. Like, I mean, South Africa didn't have a great time either, but but it was two one. That was the that was the final score. Um, and I think when you look at it, all the all the knockout teams in the quarterfinals are completely different from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just a great tournament. I, I well, think it's all I keep seeing is that that clip, like five second clip of. Of that guy, just the manager, just on his like, you know, on his knees, almost. Yes. That guy just yeah. pouring water on his head, like, it's just like constantly, so much water. Just the that, whole that was in the loss of the Ivory Coast, was it? Yeah, because um, right. it was like a 98th. Oh, just it was that was the game where it was like a 98th minute winner from the Ivory Coast. Oh no, no, sorry, that the, the Ivory Coast scored like a 90th minute equalizer, um, and then scored a 120th minute winner. So, yeah, absolutely mad. Um, in fact, he didn't, didn't stop pouring. He just kept going and going and going. And he's like, he's just yeah. crying on the pitch. He's just, he's just why? It's just, he's just, it's just so wholesome that tournament. You, you can't go right. Guy, guy scored with his hand, like hand of God, in like the last, in like ninety fifth minute. Um, obviously got disallowed. Guy, if the Ivory Coast guy scored in the hundred twentieth minute, was on a yellow. Decided to take his shirt off anyway. You got a red card. Can't play in semi final. Like you can't, you can't write this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, 
it's 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 just too good. Unmatched, unmatched tournament. Um, again with the Asia Cup, I haven't really been following it, but I did find out today that Jordan knocked out South Korea. Which is a huge shock. Um, but again, I don't know anything else in our competition. I haven't been following it. Um, no, I don't know too much about the Asia Cup, to be honest. Um, because it's being done at the same time as like Afcon and stuff, I've kind of missed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anything else, anything else in the uh, football world you want to chat about United or anything like that? Or United, uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to jinx anything with United. We seem to be doing well enough that it's okay, but not great enough that we're satisfied. So <laughs> it's, 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 we're an awkward in between, but we've won some games um, and we've gotten the gap that we had to Chelsea back again. I think we were, we were eight points not long ago and then we were down to like one point the other day, the other week, uh, and now we're back to around the uh, six six to eight point gap. So I'll, I'll take it at the moment. It's weird. Do you know why you're actually doing well? Because your forwards are actually contributing. And they're it's scoring. true. Uh, Nacho scoring uh, a brace, Hoyland scored, um, Rashford even scored. Like it's, 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 it's not going too badly. Not bad. Not bad at all, mate. Not bad at yeah. all. And yeah, no complaints from me about United. I can't really say much now, really, anyway. So, <laughs> um, we move. F1. I suppose we've got to talk about F1 because it's all kicked off over the past week. Lewis Hamilton is going to join Ferrari in 2025. Firstly, did you see this coming? And are you shocked by it? I didn't see it coming. It was it, I. I didn't even hear any rumors or anything like that. It was literally just news on the day. Mm-hmm. But he's 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 opted to finish with Mercedes early and 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 go sign for Ferrari. I I always thought that he would one day sign for Ferrari, but the more he was at Mercedes, like he might just retire now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. I, I would love to see him in a Ferrari. I think it's it's what the it's what the Ferrari team needs. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to make a lot of team mistakes. That they have the car, but they seem to make the the mistakes that I don't think Hamilton will particularly allow to happen no, as right. often. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also will make decisions. Good, he makes great decisions. He's a great race like planner and executor, so um, and strategist himself. Um, and in terms of Kind of testing the car and stuff. He, he's he's really good with. He's he's one of a kind with that. So, I I think I can't wait. I can't. I, to be fair, I I can't wait for this season to be over and for that for that to be for him to be at Ferrari. It's now. such weird timing though, isn't it? Because he's still got to go a whole year with Mercedes mm. in twenty twenty four, and I know that everything's amicable now. But when the push comes to the shove this year, is George going to get? priority over strategy or, or things like that because they know Lewis is going or are they going to really treat a goat like that? Um, I don't think you can. I think I I I feel like if if it was me, I would still be like Hamilton is our number one driver. Mm-hmm. He was he has been our number one driver since he's been at Mercedes. If and we'll do everything f- to try and get him his eighth title to try and get us our ninth constructors title and yeah. or tenth tenth ten now. Um, Constructors' titles, like I still think Hamilton should get the the main. Um, I don't think he would have created. It doesn't seem like there's any bad blood, and it doesn't seem like he would have created any bad blood between Toto or anything. Seems very amicable, like you said. So, um, 
yeah, just excited to see. I, I think it's a shame for Carlos Sainz. Yeah, me too. I like him. He's a good one. I, I do like him. Um, if it was a straight swap and he went to Mercedes, I think that's great. Um, but I suppose, is it, is it definitely going to be Sainz out, Leclerc in? Well, Leclerc, I think Leclerc signed that deal, didn't he, um, in mm. his last season? So I think that that's why people are assuming that science is out. I actually think that science has done a statement. So he, I would assume that he knows that he's going to be going to be relieved um, of his duties at Ferrari. But um, yeah, I think it's a shame for him. I think it's, I think people were saying that Audi would be a great team for, for science to go to when they enter the, the, the yeah. you know, the, the team, the structure in 2026. But You've got that awkward year, 2025. You know what, what's he going to do then? Um, yeah. I'd I'd like to see him go to Aston Martin. Um, yeah, but potentially, it depends where Alonso is. Are they actually going to kick Stroll out out the out the side um, when he's unlikely? That's, yeah, unlikely when he's dad's the owner. So I don't know. It, what I like about F1 is the the domino effect it has elsewhere. Like who is going to take that Mercedes seat? Science yeah. is in with a shout. I do like Albon, to be honest, as well. Um, but I don't think Albon will get the Mercedes. You know, I think at this point, I don't think he's. Yeah, I think when you've got George, who is probably probably a bit better than Albon, mm-hmm. I don't think he, they'd fill it with that. There's been talks that they try and fill it with um, Vettel, like try and get him out of retirement. But, yeah, get an old boy in there, Alonso. Yeah, get Alonso in, even better. Just a um, you know. Yeah, and Alonso would love that. He'd be in a very competitive car. He'd be absolutely <laughs> ragging it. Um, but no, I, I can't wait to see how much... I, I don't know how Leclerc's going to feel. Uh, is Leclerc, Leclerc still number one driver? Yeah, because he was the big boy, wasn't he? He was number one yeah. at Ferrari. And, you know, you, you can't yeah, really accept that you're number one anymore with, with Hamilton coming. But again, it's in a year's uh, time. Like, it's so... Hamilton's going to be 40. You know, it's... Yeah. A lot can change. You know, yeah. Hamilton could have a drop off. I don't know. I like to see Hamilton compete in decent machinery for once, and then you can truly see if he's still got it. But um, for once, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for once, yeah, he's had decent machinery. For, he's for only, he's only a seven-time world champion, mate. <laughs> I mean, over the past like season or two, anyway. Yeah, since the new ranks, anyway. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting time um, for for F one. Um, I suppose we've got to talk about the Horner allegations because, um, you know, he's under some serious fire at the minute uh, and there's potential shouts at whether he's going to step down. Um, What on earth could he have done? And It's difficult. I think, I don't know if he just means he has to step down as team principal and he can still be with the team. I don't don't know whether he has to resign completely. and go join Toto at Mercedes and be hilarious. Um, just for the, or, or he'd go to Haas because obviously Stein's <laughs> out, um, which would be a curveball, but no, very odd. Um, out of the blue, I mean, I'm sure it's not out, not out of the blue for the people at Red Bull, it must have been something brewing mm-hmm. quite a while because it always seemed to be done behind closed doors. But I think I did see somewhere that they were thinking that that they will they, they've asked him basically to step down amicably to kind of safe face in some way but I can't see him doing hard. that can you I can't mm. see him he's quite it's... a proud man and he'll probably yeah. fight tooth and nail to, to remain 
Where yeah, but I also think that there was also something about Adrian Newey having something in his contract where um, kind of tying him to Horner. So if Horner leaves, he's free to leave. Oh, Jesus. Which is, I think that's the biggest news, seeing as he's kind of the only one that's kind of hacked it in terms of yeah. getting these cars with the new oh. regs. So um, it'd be very interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, I have no idea what Horner has done, but it sounds pretty serious. I mean, after all the the stuff with Helmet last year about what he said towards Checo and, and that kind of thing, and that was swept under the carpet, um, mm. it doesn't seem like these allegations are going to go as easily. Um, but no. yeah, it doesn't doesn't look good for him. And the teams are crumbling around crumbling before our eyes Ferrari are just the team that just sat there in the minute looking pretty in everyone's eyes but um we shall see um I can't lie I'm looking forward to, to this season I know that yeah. I know that how um Verstappen is still and most probably run away with it um but it's got me excited man drive to survive is out soon um yeah so yeah we should see um, what do you make of that Sauber livery, uh, livery as well? I, think, I love it. <laughs> that black and green. I'm pretty sure that's, that's like a colour I used to make on like video games. That kind of contrast. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, anything neon is is great. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Love it. I like it, but I don't like it. I think it's a little bit. I like the front, the nose end, but the back end, yeah. a little bit too bright. Takes me back to um to to Braun. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's a bit right. of a kind of the, the opposite of Braun in terms of the dark rather than the white. But um, yeah, I think he, I think Williams released their livery as well, and that looked pretty good as well. That's nice. Uh, they've gone for a dark blue and black, um, which is good. Um, I don't know. I think Haas has released theirs as well. Um, that looks okay from the side it looks better from from the front on um but yeah all the teams are going to start releasing their car liveries so we might have to do a bit of a, a ranking on rating again um that's fine but yeah cricket england uh well india uh hosting england in their five game test series at the minute it's now one all after india uh, beat England um, just a few days ago. Um, Brummer was was incredible. Joe Root was having a bit of a weird moment. Um, but yeah, did you did you watch any of the test or what are some of your thoughts uh, on this? Um, saw saw bits of bits and pieces of each. I think it's quite well poised. I think mm. in terms of the first test, oh, it was diff- difficult. I think. Everyone ruled us out after the first innings and India's first innings and didn't really think that we could win it, um, but played out their skins, really, and Hartley was great. The new spinners were doing, doing their bit. Um, I think I don't think, I don't think particularly think Mark Wood was the right choice of pace bowler to be there. Um, and I, I don't think his sort of pace works there. No. But the... the the batters are not having a terrible time. Most of them getting over over twenty, which is what we, <laughs> what we like to see. I'm impressed um, with Zach Crawley. You like Zach Crawley? Yeah, Zach Crawley. He's, he's he's getting back into his kind of Ashes form. Um, Ollie Pope doing bits. Everyone's kind of chipping in, which is good. I think we haven't had that for a while. Um, Jimmy Anderson's back in in, the sec- in in that second test, getting some wickets and just proving that he's only like what six or seven off seven hundred. 
Yeah, I think he's. I think he's maybe up five. I think he. Really? I think I might need to double check, but I think he's on six nine five, and I think Warren. Mm. He's worn on seven hundred and two or something like that. Warren's on Warren's on seven hundred. I think he's on seven hundred exactly. Isn't he? or I don't remember. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to fact check that. Um, yeah, but I think he can do it, man. He produced a excellent delivery to to Rohit Sharma, um, but I I think he I think he could do it he, potentially um, if he gets the nod over Mark Wood. Um, in the next following test matches that that he could do it in this series, which would be yeah. which would be impressive. Yeah, he has Shane Warner seven hundred and eight, so he's Oh, okay, he's so um, a little, little bit off then. Well he's he's less than twenty off which is not mm. bad. Um but he's he'll be the first paceman ever into seven hundred seven hundred. And yeah. he's done it in like two hundred less overs. It's crazy, isn't it? That's what at the moment Way more matches, but really weird. So he's Shane Warne did it in 145 matches. Jimmy Anderson played 184 matches, mm-hmm. but has bowled a thousand less balls. Like that's crazy. 1300 less balls. So I suppose weird. obviously spins played do do bowl more overs, but yeah, that's right. Um, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I'm, I'm. I really hope he does. I don't. I don't think he'll play for long enough to get to 800. No, he's not. No, um, I don't think he'll probably want to play that long. Um, <laughs> play until he's about fifty. <laughs> but but I think he can get second. Yeah, me too. And uh, that's yeah. more than enough, man, for a for oh, a yeah. bowler. Um, but like Sam said, the the series is is in the balance. Um, just shout out Ben Folks as well. I think he's been revolutionary behind the stumps in this test series so far. Some of his quick reactions have been been incredible and I think he is what we were missing in the ashes I think yeah Johnny Bairstow dropped a couple um and it just wasn't the right selection in my eyes but it's so good to see Ben Folks back and he can bat a bit as well um whether we'll see Coley and Harry Brook come into the sides um he's yet to be seen I think they both were omitted for personal reasons um yeah. but whether they'll come back, I have no idea. But yeah, the the, the test series is finally in the balance, and and there's been mm. some good individual displays so far. Um, as I mentioned, Bumrah was was incredible, um, almost unplayable. Do you see that delivery to to oh, Ollie Pope? Skittles, mate, I'm absolutely skittles. Lad. He's been he's I think he's been the difference. I think in mm. terms of India batting, they've had to rely on one batter to yeah. like get two hundred or even a hundred. Um, if they hadn't, if we managed to get them out, then they possibly wouldn't have gotten. We possibly could have won. Yeah. Um, but Bumrah is getting those seven wicket hauls, and okay. um, it's just it's just taking us out. And he's I don't understand how he does it. He's he's got the the wildest bowling action, but really? he's just he's just so good. He's the straightest down in the world, and he's run up as well. He's like run up. He's yeah. like he walks, and then he like. It's almost jogs and sprints just yeah. for the just for the crease. It's a, it's a really weird run up, but it works. It works. Mm-hmm. So um we'll fly through some other sports now. Um Fury Usyk is off, man. Off. <laughs> never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen, is it? Um although there is video and photo evidence that Fury does have a big cut on the top of his head, um, by his eyebrow. Um absolutely gutted. 
again, should never get your hopes up until they're in the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's what should happen. Um, tennis, Sam, Oz Open. Uh, yeah, was, was a few weeks ago. Um, your thoughts on it? A couple weeks ago now. So great. I mean, Yannick Sinner doing bits. Uh, comes from a two sets down to winning five sets. Um, was getting battered for the first two in against Medvedev, but just clawed it back. Um, sad for Medvedev because like, he loses the Australian Open in similar fashion to Nadal a few years ago. Um, but good tournament. Um, as uh, who, who won the? I can't remember the name of the woman who. I would say Azarenka. It might be Azarenka. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> um, but with the women's final was good. Um, had a Chinese lady as well in there, and she she was epic. But um, it was her first first final, so um, didn't quite didn't quite have the, the stamina to keep up there. But good Sabalenka, tournament. Sabalenka. Sabalenka, that's the one at Azarenka. Um, she she was awesome, and it's her second second consecutive Australian Open mm-hmm. um, defending champion and stuff. So yeah, good great tournament. Good tournament. Great tournament. Um. Bunting uh, wins the darts masters. Um, you know, I've become a little bit obsessed with the darts after the, <laughs> the world championship. Um, Bunting is is something else. He does these TikTok videos, which are absolutely hilarious. I don't know whether they're intentionally meant to be hilarious, but they are. Um, and he, he won the final against um, Van Gerwen. Um, so fair play to him. Um, there seems to be darts on every weekend. Is 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 crazy? Yeah, it's like this whole Premier League stuff. It's it's like it's all the time. Uh, Little is still doing bits. Yeah, it's like two more two more finals, one one. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's everywhere now. I didn't realize how like much of a like um, a lavish lifestyle you know the the darts is. I mean, you know, after the Worlds, they had like two two weeks off, and then they're in Bahrain. He won, yeah. he won the title in Bahrain and then came back and was in Cardiff for the Premier League yeah. Arts and now the Masters. I mean, I didn't realise there was so much travelling involved, to be honest. No, neither did I. It's literally everywhere. Um, and to end the podcast, Russ Cook is still running the length of Africa. He's still doing it. Still he has a finish it. date now of the 7th of April. Um, Close. Close, yeah. I think he was having some trouble with visas and going through Algeria because there is practically no other way he could have finished the mission without going into war-torn countries. So Algeria was the only way and he was having trouble with visas and he used the power of social media to help him get in contact with some authorities and they granted him permission. So, yep, he's going and he's set a date the 7th of April, which is, is bonkers that he'll be running near enough every day straight for nearly over a year pretty much yeah so it's gonna be i can't wait for his documentary to come out just just to listen to like the stories he has because some of them must be wild i know he's 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 had said said them on instagram twitter and stuff but to actually listen to him say them would be incredible he's absolutely mad absolutely what a bloke someone get that man a beer when he when he finishes finishes, um, beer on the beach Beer on the beach, mate. In Tunisia, that is all she wrote, mate. That's that. Any uh, anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? No, that's everything for me. That's everything. Nice one. Um, yeah, 
we'll uh, we'll be back again um probably in a couple of weeks uh when we have the time but um yeah cheers for listening everyone and uh we'll catch you again next time in a bit cheers a bit